0: Mariah here from Pink Pewter, and welcome to my biz talk. Guys, I am really excited today because I have someone, and you know, I have everyone that comes on here is super special to me in my heart, but I have someone that I adore, and pretty much we both started our careers at the same time, and her name is Allison Alham, and you guys need to know who she is, and I'm going to have her on here because I want her to show Tell you who she is. Come on, Allison, come in here.
1: Well, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I am Allison Alhamid. I'm entering, I think, my thirteenth year in professional beauty. Is that where we are? Fourteenth? I don't even know. But it's been such an amazing industry to be a part of. Um, I started my first job in the industry as one of the most junior editors on the Modern Salon and Salon Today team, and you know, as social emerged, my role grew. I got super connected to all the cool people early on in my career through platforms like Instagram, and kind of grew up with everybody at the same time, just like you. And really stayed connected. And um, at the end of my career with Modern, I was the editor in chief, and you know I had been there twelve years, and it was just the best job of all time, the best industry, the best people, the best brand, and um, I was recently presented with an opportunity to join R&Co as the VP of social media and community. So I was able to take the 40% of my job that I love the most at Modern Salon and have it be 100% of my focus. So right now, it's all about the people. Everything I'm doing, it's about the people. And yes, it's about the products, but it's about how people are loving the products and those styles they're creating and you know, it's just been really amazing. I'm only a few weeks in on the job and I've found that I'm more connected now to my industry than ever before. So even talking to you, it's 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 great. That was one of the things I was worried about with leaving Modern was I going to lose these relationships and, I, and I'm not. I'm just finding different ways to stay connected to my favorite people. So thanks for having me. It's an honor to have you here
0: for real and congratulations on your new journey. You know, I have you on here because, you know, you're really amazing and I've seen you blossom into oh my, amazing things. And why I started, you know, these biz talks is to have people on here and share experiences and advice and mentoring. And you're one of those people that, you know, Not only inspire me, but inspire a lot of people. I mean, you're great at content creating. You're an editor. You know, you do editorial. Any advice? Because I have a lot of students that are watching this. Any advice on how you started? Okay, because you said kind of how you did it, but not with the extreme, you know, um, detail. How you started? Because you were you're in beauty school. You know, you were studying. You know, in beauty, and now you're you know an editor. Can you share those? um, those tips to a lot of people
1: yeah, I think the best advice I can give anybody if they're really wanting to break through all the noise and really kind of make a name for yourself is to be as authentically you as possible i If I were in an industry where I had to present to people in a boardroom and talk about you know something I wasn't comfortable with, like I would not be. I would I would be lost. This beauty industry is so authentically appealing to me and my interests. I love that on business calls, I'm talking about fashion week. I love that we're talking about art and the Kardashians and all of these things that are just like pop culture important, and how it influences our behavior every day and our clients' behavior every day and the brand's um, that are emerging every day and the products that those brands are launching. And it's it's amazing. It's it's the coolest industry to be a part of. And the, that authenticity, that inner artist is what will make you stand out. I sometimes found that, you know, when I was with Modern Salon, even with you as an example, you're a brand. So, like our job at Modern was to connect with brands and help tell their stories. And I found that my relationships with with the executives within the brand were often stronger than, than the relationships the brands were having with like our sales team, who's supposed to be representing Modern for that brand. And a lot of that came from just being real and being connected. And this phone that I'm holding in my hand right now has been my biggest ticket to success. I love direct messaging people and having authentic conversations with them not on email. I feel like email can be really intimidating for hairstylists and for salon owners because like you're, you're standing all day long and you're working on clients all day long and having all these conversations. And by the time you get to your inbox, you might have like a ton of emails and like you read one and it needs some like thoughtful dialogue and you're just done with like the thinking by the time you finally get to your phone because of how much work you've done. But on social, it doesn't feel like work like direct messaging on work in those private conversations. They're so informal and they're so important. Um, And then on the other side, like I know your kids. I know your husband. I know what you had for dinner. I know where your last business trip was. And it's because we're connected. And when I like your content and I share your content and you feel supported, right? You feel like, oh, Allison cares about me. I'm not just another brand. She actually is invested in me. And so- if you're talking to stylists, you know, really, if you want a brand to take notice, like start liking that brand stuff, but then leave comments. Comments are currency. For some people, likes are hidden, but comments are visible. So stay engaged, be present, take those public conversations and have them private too. Like get into their direct messaging, really kind of just build those relationships. And then You know, what's happening online can hopefully, when the world starts to heal,
0: can happen in real life too. That's awesome. Now, Allison. I have a, a lot of stylists like contacting me, um, asking me a zillion questions on, you know, how I'm coping with the situation. I'm sure because you had so many influencers and so many artists like reaching out to you. Are you getting those kind of like, help me, Allison? What are you advising them?
1: You know, a lot of the brands that I built my relationships with are sharing that. You know, marketing budgets are often one of the first things that get cut when the economy tanks. And influencer marketing is one of the first things to go. And it's really hard because some of these people that we see online that that look like they have it all, they don't. They don't. And they live paycheck to paycheck or gig to gig or post by post. So for those to just go away without any sort of hammock underneath you, I think it kind of reinforces this whole you know is this really is this the right direction for our industry to be headed in and maybe it's not gig by gig hawking this product then this product maybe it's about that real authentic relationship that you have with a brand if you love a specific color brand go exclusive like get connected go exclusive Yes, you have to get you know get your start, and maybe that's like post by post or like showing up at an event and things like that, but like that hammock, that support you know i'm hearing from a lot of independent stylists too that they just don't feel supported right now at all by the manufacturers they're working with, and that they're going to go running to a commission salon when all of this is over it's tough on the influencer level, it's tough on the independent stylist level, and it's tough on the salon owner level it's tough for stylists because for some you know, some stylists, their salons are opening up again. And I had this conversation with one of them and I'm like, oh my gosh, are you going to just be so busy? She said, no, we can't. The new regulations means you can't be busy. I used to go to, from seeing 14 clients a day to only five. And luckily she qualifies for that, the paycheck protection program where she's still going to make the same, but not everybody is. And, and it's, it's tough. It's tough because I have some friends that are in the influencer world and they made most of their money doing photo shoots. No one's doing photo shoots right now. And, um, you know, I think it's important to have multiple streams of income, but it's also important to really kind of carve out and focus and double down on what you're going to, what you're good at, where you thrive and be all in just be all in especially you know as as doors begin to open again all of these things cost money masks cost money sanitizer costs money not having as many people not double booking like all of those things cost so much money on top of all the money that was lost you know and then also like thinking about these brands that I'm in touch with they they went all in on events like events are really important in-person communication is so important those events aren't happening. So when we do start events again, are stylists even going to have money to to pay to go to these events? Are they even going to have the time where they can step away from their clients to go to these events? Probably not. And how comfortable are you going to feel about going to an event and getting on an airplane for something that's in a couple months? Like all these promotions for events that happen at the end of the year are supposed to be happening now. And I can't even imagine getting on an airplane. So it's tough. It's really tough. And I don't want to be like doom and gloom about it, but it's going to continue to shake up our industry. You know, I, I I'm sorry, I keep talking so much, but yeah. I was in a meeting with our supply chain and it was fascinating. So like, imagine your brand, a haircare brand, and your product is ready. You're launching a new product. The product is ready, but the packaging is coming from China or the cap is the same cap that's being used on hand sanitizers. So your product's ready, but you have the, the cap is so back ordered, you can't even launch that product until next year because you can't even order the packaging to get your products in there. So it's like truckers that, are, that can bring the, the, the manufactured product to the right states. Rest stops are closed. Like it's just impacting everything. So I think distribution is all of it. It's just completely upside
0: down, and, and we're gonna see some big changes. Times for a lot of people but you know I see uh, like things that are changing um but a lot of like manufacture I've been approached by a lot of companies can I do masks can I do shields can I do this can I do that and I'm like yes no yes no yes there's no I don't know to say yes or to no because I just don't know how long this is going to be for I actually feel that it's going to be it's not forever. I think it's, we're going to be like this till December, but um, maybe, maybe till February, because it's cold. I don't know. It's it's definitely scary times and the decisions of like manufacturing such large things. How about if these companies don't pay you or if they don't want to give us a deposit or something? I don't know. It's scary. So uh, I get the, the shipping and the distribution um, extremely. But you know what, another thing that's like super hard right now is for a lot of parents are, you know, they have the kids at home. How the heck are you dealing with the kids and your job? Because you're, you're, you're not on hold, you, you know, your social media, right, you're doing, and you have to be working like nonstop, nine to five, correct? Who's got your kids? Or, or are you doing the Zooms with the schools too?
1: Well, so I, you know, I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old, so only the five-year-old is really, but I mean, it's all kind of like, if he misses it, he misses it. So my husband is the most incredible man I know, and he is full-time with the kids so that I can be full-time here. And um, that's not to say I haven't had my kids crash my Zoom meetings. They certainly have. But, you know, the things that would have horrified us two months ago are, are, actually bringing us closer together now. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers have met my kids and seen them on my Zoom calls and you know, it's 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 I remember that one clip. I think it was CNN and that guy was talking and then all of a sudden his kid bursts in the room and the wife like grabs the kid and is like dragging him out because those were so faux pas before and now it's like everyone's reality. Everybody's reality. Um I'm hearing from a lot of people that you don't always feel like the best parent and you don't always feel like the best employee and you don't always feel like the best partner but the other thing to remember is that we all are in the same storm i've read a lot on these social posts where people are like we're not all in the same boat because if my husband was working full-time and i was working full-time and my kids are running around it would be very different i have some friends uh that are teachers and they're both both partners are not working right now and so it's all just family time and then some people are unemployed and then some people are doing every side hustle under the sun and so it's like we're not all in the same boat but we are all in the same storm and so everyone's more empathetic and when you know that somebody has kids and you know that they're like running around and trying to just be the best they can be in that very moment I think it's just bringing us all closer together and it's actually a beautiful thing i love you know I was just on a call talking about somebody, you know, the Dunkin' Donuts down the road, they're open. The drive-thru is open, but they're selling kits, like activity kits where you get the donuts, you get the frosting, and then you get the sprinkles. And it's a donut, but it's an experience. You know, people are looking for something to put on their calendars and like do something. And its it becomes like a family thing. Like you spend time making the donut, then you talk about the donut, you take pictures of the donut, you eat the donut. And... Um, you know, it's also just a really amazing time for how this this pandemic, you know, I'm doing this thing on TikTok later today, um, and, like, these are my notes on, on TikTok. It's just fascinating, and the average age range for TikTok was 16 to 24, but I think this pandemic has just changed everything. TikTok is so much fun, and it brings so much joy, and it's lightweight, and it's a low-pressure space to be creative and have fun. And it can be a family activity. I'm seeing all like Jessica Alba just did one with her kids and they're like jumping around and doing the dance. And so I think everyone's just doing their best they can to make the most of it and to be to to just cut themselves some slack, you know.
0: Yeah you know, I, I, I share a lot. I don't know if you, you've read my, my ebook yet, but um, I share a lot of my, my past experience about failure, right? A lot of people feel in these times that they're failing, like horribly because of the income, right? And um, I share my journey on that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to, to cry. It's okay to do all these things. And when this all started, I had like a deja vu of what I went through years in, my, in, in the past. I, I, I know I've shared with you that, you know, I almost, almost was borderline bankruptcy. I almost lost absolutely everything and I didn't want to give up my brand. And I kept on going and going and working and like downsizing and a lot of things. And right now, like in the beginning of March, I felt like I was going back to that like nightmare. And I was scared because my business stopped and my my whole energy just shifted. But you know what? It only happened, you know, you saw my, probably my post of yesterday that I had tears in my eyes. And yeah, I was a little upset. Well, I was really upset the first weeks that that happened. But it's all about your mindset. You know, your mind controls your future. And if you let your mind like mess, mess up, you will not be able to succeed. And a lot of hairstylists, you know, and, you know, boutique and restaurant owners are scared. And if only they kept their mind and it's hard, it's really hard to like, all right, I have no income. I have no nothing. I, I get it. I've been to rock bottom. I know what it felt feels like. And now that I'm going through this, if it wasn't for my mind and my family, I think I would be going crazy again. But the experiences is, is, you have to control your mind. 80% of success is due to your mindset. You have to control that. You, do then, you share that with your, your, your people? Because I'm it's so God, to back off of
1: exactly what you just nailed mm-hmm. is also the positivity has to come from your mind. But like anything that's set me back is always my mind too. Like I, my, my anxiety, I operate at a very heightened level of anxiety all the time. And when I know I'm going to give a presentation, I prepare, like I have to take notes. I, I just held up my stack of notes for just a conversation on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok for a conversation on TikTok. I think it's really important that you prepare. And if you find yourself with downtime, you should be preparing because like you said, this is all temporary. Mm -hmm. And when your doors open back up and when that phone starts ringing again, if you don't have a plan of attack now, you are going to drown when all of this starts to fade away. You need to be prepared. You need a plan A, a plan B. If your doors are gonna open in June, here's what's gonna happen. If it's not gonna happen till July, here's what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting the support from your manufacturer that you need, you just have found time, and now's the time to investigate who's gonna deliver. You know, when I joined R&Co, we launched this affiliate program, and it was designed to give stylists and salon owners support when they need it most, and it's, it, the numbers are insane. If you sell products, you get 40% of every sale, and you get paid every seven days. That awesome. is unprecedented for this brand. That's awesome. Direct deposit every Friday, and it's not gonna last forever, because it's designed to like help salons out, but it is reshaping the way we're gonna be distributing product and changing our thinking. And these salons, the ones that are thriving are the ones that are like thinking of themselves as online retailers. Yeah. They're no longer feeling stress and panic. They're rolling up their sleeves and feeling motivated. Gotcha. So if you can find that silver lining, if you can, f- this new found time and like Ooh. pause Netflix and like come up with a plan of attack, even if it's coming up with like a content calendar for yourself, because I'm telling you when I'm down and I'm low and I'm deep in my dark place, the, the idea of doing a TikTok video sounds flippant and ridiculous, but if I'm focused and feeling motivated and like, if you follow me on at Alison Alhamid, you'll see, I've been posting a lot more video content and I'm trying to tell you, they don't have to be perfect. We're sick of perfect manicured, curated museum chili feeds of avocado toast. Like we want to see the real. And that's because of platforms like TikTok, because of things like Instagram stories, like our brains want to see real. We don't want to see highly produced with like perfect everything. We want to see the human. And and if you don't feel like you're getting through that human, it can be frustrating and it feels like you're selling me something. But when you're being authentic and you're showing up and you're being consistent Mm -hmm. and you're, you're talking about things that are like truly things you're passionate in you're going to shine and 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 those those comments that come in the direct messages that come in are so motivating and you just feel more connected and it sucks it can be really really hard when you're deep deep dark dark and and when you let your reel come out last night and you were like feeling triggered by like thoughts of the bad economy and cash flow sometimes all you need to do is cast a wider nut and like put yourself out there, try something different. As I was preparing for this TikTok presentation, all I wanted was a screen grab of one video. And I ended up in this black hole of TikTok. I was on there for 30 minutes accidentally. And I think that that's the beauty of that platform. It's just joy, it's light, it's easy. So if you need to pick me up, I like to look at platforms like TikTok or Instagram stories because people are amazing. They're so funny and so great. And, you know, hopefully it inspires you to create content too and just put yourself out there because that's the best part about all of this is the community that I'm seeing come together. And it spans state lines, it crosses oceans. It's just,
0: we're all in the same storm. I love it. I love it. You know, it's, it's, it's for a hairdresser to, I like the, the Co. what they're doing with uh, getting that 40% and getting it uh, getting paid every seven days, that's like awesome information because a lot of stylists are not getting any income and they're doing roadside assistance and they're doing all these different things to like, uh, survive. And I tell a lot of people that some people are succeeding in these hard times because of the way they manage their mindset. So if you, like I said, I'm always about the mind. You know, if you manage your mindset, you are going to succeed and you're going to thrive through these times and you're going to learn how to think outside the box and be creative and be extra successful in your future too. But again, like Allison said, you have to plan what you're going to do. You know, you need action, uh, action A and action B. What did you say? How did you say that? Plan A. Planet. Planet. Plane a, plane B, You definitely need to have those kind of things and you know, there's a lot of free um, information out there like videos and business talks. But again, like I always say, get the information by people that have years of experience because you have no time to waste, you know, once you go back. Oh my goodness. There's just so many things that, you know, going back to work is is going to be a, a big change. My mom called me the other day and she says, you know, I got an email about all the things and the procedures that I need to do when I open up my salon. She goes, "Meedy, do you know that I need to get a, a thermometer for the forehead? I have to like check the temperature on everybody that walks into my salon." Not only that, I have to get disposable capes you know, for every customer that I have and disposable capes, I mean, they're expensive. You know, the, uh, we were Googling it and the least One was like $3.50. Do you know she found a garbage bag, a gigantic garbage bag at Sam's Club? Cut the top, and she's got some holes on the side. And she goes, For less than 50 cents, this is what we're going to use. And she's like, It's during these times. And if they look like a little pillow, it's okay. (laughs) They have to understand. But 50 cents is, you know, better than $3.50. But, you know, we all have to adapt to the new change. And, you know, I'm actually excited because I have a lot of like different plans that I'm going to be doing. Once we're back on track with work, um, I'm excited about that because I have my plan for six months is, is amazing. Amazing. I don't know. What, do you have any future plans of what you are going to be doing or changing once you, you know, we do go back to work or you are working, but you know, any big changes?
1: We are spending a lot of time connecting with the network of salon owners and just getting them to see their potential and not, not like with this affiliate program, we launched it five weeks ago and we just paid out $500,000 in commissions to salons. What? It's insane. $500,000 in commissions. And, you know, what we did to kind of spark motivation is we did this leader sale. So it was buy one leader, get the second one free. And that was unprecedented for this brand. Like it's a luxury brand. They don't want to do big sales all the time. But for a salon to see that money come in and for them to feel motivated by this sale and think, wow, I did that. It was just that spark that they needed, that fire to to, to be all in on everything and realizing that your clients do look to you as the tastemaker, whether it's what to wear, what music to listen to on Spotify, what products to use, who, who's buzzing in the celebrity world, your clients care about you. And it's beyond the hair. It's about the personality. It's about that connection. And so that's one of one of the biggest changes that that I think that we've made is that I'm new to the brand, but I know that we weren't really getting on the phone every single day, like the executive team interfacing with the salon owners. Yet we're telling the salon owners, you should be calling your clients, checking up on them, see if they need shampoo, see this, because it fosters loyalty, It, it makes you feel connected. And now we're taking our own advice. We're on the phone with salon owners all day, every day. We're connecting over direct messaging all day, every day. We're hearing them. We're thinking about like different bundles that will help their business and get excited. And, you know, I think we launched this podcast that's all about bringing together people and perspectives and the products and the personalities. And I just think it's about different ways to evaluate connection. If you, you know, when you print a magazine, you're literally putting information out there, but you're not hearing back. And the beauty of social media and the beauty of like, these sorts of connecting environments is that you're hearing back from your reader, from your viewer, from your client. From, so to be able to really open our eyes and listen and what do we need to do to support you is amazing. I talked to an owner who's in Atlanta and her doors are opening tomorrow the first. And she was sharing all about the realities and it was like a glimpse into our future because what she's saying and her realities, I hadn't thought about, I hadn't considered, because in Chicago, where I am, the doors of salons are not opening, and I think we're kind of a long way away from that. So to hear what she's saying and hear how they're innovating their services, for example, they'll do color services but no makeovers no transformations so they'll apply color on outgrowth and then send you home and you're washing it out in your shower to limit the time in the in the salon and it's interesting innovative and as a brand how what can we do to make that process easier what can we do to support that to to allow your clients to come in and you know what can we do to help make your business thrive when we're all just sort of shrugging our shoulders and You know, hearing also from her that yes, she's excited to open back up, but she's also scared. And had she decided to not open up, but the salon down the road did open up, would she lose her clients? Like, what does that retention look like? So, that digital connection, that staying front and center with your clients is just so critical right now. Um, And really just evaluating everything what makes sense for you, what makes sense for your business, and being kind to others. Because, like I said before, we're not all in the same boat. And you don't know the realities of a different owner, and and so we need to not pass so much judgment on people for the decisions that they're making, um, and we just need to we just need to kind of own own what's going on and own our own business and own the reality that we're all just learning as we go. We have no idea what we're doing. We're just kind of throwing spaghetti at a wall and figuring it out. So we'll see what sticks, and um, hopefully we just can continue to stay connected on social, to learn what's working and not working, because some some of these states are opening up now and, and we gotta learn from them. We gotta see what happens.
0: You guys, you guys see why I have her on here? She <laughs> is a ball of energy and information. That is something we need to have, especially in these times. What are we going to do, you know, for the future? What are we gonna do when, you know, we go back to work? Allison, you're awesome. I mean, you're awesome. Everything that you are saying. um, I've shared the stage with Allison in, you know, in a a couple events and she is awesome on stage. She teaches content creating. She inspires people. She gives hope to people and I just adore her. And if you ever, you know, I'm going to put her information on the bottom so you could follow her so she could inspire you every day. And if you want to DM her, you know, you have any questions I'm sure she will be 100% you know there for you and Allison I just want to say thank you for being on you're amazing and you know I love you and that's it thank you thank you for having me this was so nice
1: to spend time with you and see your pretty face and just thank you for for the compliments I feel the exact same way about you I think you're an amazing woman and I just continue to learn from you and I'm always inspired by how real. You are always the good, the bad, the hat,
0: all of it. Love you. (laughs) I love you too. Thank you. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you.